sometimes you have to focus on what you don't need instead of what they're asking you or making you perceive that you need. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's grown several startups and uh, seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the uh, CEO and founder of Miller IP Law, where we help startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. And if you ever need help with yours, uh, feel free to go to uh, strategymeeting.com and grab some time with us to chat. Now, today we have another great uh, guest on the podcast, uh, Tay, and I'm going to so Savika, is that close? Mika, yeah, correct. All right. So just to give you a quick introduction to Tay, um, is it Tay or Tai? Tay, Tay Sika. All right. I'm Tay. always worried I'm going to mess people's up so or names up, so I do my best. But it's, it's, <laughs> Thank it's, you for it's that. Job. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a long, I mean, it's been a long journey of different Taylor, Tyler, but thank you. For- All right. Tay so- Sika. Thanks. Oh, cool. We'll give you a quick introduction to Tay. Um, so uh, he was uh, always hated the fact that uh, Bill or Bill Gates uh, gr- or came from wealthy parents. So I'm just getting quotes, but uh, did look at it and said, "Hey, proximity to technology causes greatness." So I think that with that, you started or played uh, college football in Mexico, if I remember right. Graduated uh, college in 2016 and was uh, one of the, I think, one of two recruits that went to Microsoft out of a, a large pool. 3,500. 3,500. Yeah, so, uh, Google, uh, Apple, Facebook, they, they, they didn't recruit back then, right? It was just Microsoft and it was like still hesitant, like, okay, maybe, maybe from Mexico, maybe a couple of talent. So it was like, it was a, a eight month period of applying in the summer. Maybe you get invited uh, in January next year, right? Uh, And out of the 3,500, I was one of two of that class of uh, 2007. And we'll we'll definitely dive into that in just a second. So I'll finish the introduction and make sure we uh, have plenty of time to talk about the details. So I think um, for Mexico, you were one of the first teams that worked on the HoloLens, left HoloLens around 2016. Um, HoloLens at that time was a very secretive process um, and didn't, weren't able to share a lot of details, got burned out, um, had uh, or went, uh, decided you're going to go do something else, had a non-compete that, uh, you know, had to wait out. So went and did something for a period of time. And then after the non-compete uh, uh, ran its course and you were able to kind of dive in and do some of the, uh, the businesses that you're wanting to do. And then uh, been starting there, I think since March or so. So with that, there's uh, the brief introduction and we already had a bit of a conversation, but welcome on the podcast, Hey, Thank you so much. Now as to your name, Devin, De- I mean, how, how should I go about that? <laughs> It's Devin. It's yep, no, you're perfect. So just, ha- just just like you said it. So we're good. So, so Debbie, I thank you that- so much for that. No, sorry, we're talking over each other. But I gave you a brief introduction as to a bit of your journey. But take us back a bit in time. Tell us a little about uh, playing uh, football in Mexico, and then how you got into college and into Microsoft. I think that uh, if I were to be short as to uh, kind of getting to the real essence of this interview. Uh, yeah, QB, leadership, so on and so forth. But along the way, there's always this funny items throughout, right? So I kind of really started to learn English because I played in one of the most kind of uh, prestigious schools in Mexico. ITESM is how mm-hmm. Google Microsoft would say it. Uh, but as a QB, you need to call trips left, 986, uh, Zebra option on one, on one, right? And so that that started to really 
make it very simple as to understand the emotion and how kind of, uh, yeah, the margin of error, right? It's a zero mm-hmm. margin of error uh, in some instances right there as a football and the culture. So you get really into the culture of, of, of football, uh, which I'm with you guys out there in the US. I'm a green card holder, so 10 years over there. And so, yeah, it's soccer and they're football. Football is intense. Uh, college, yeah, uh, applicant mm-hmm. to uh, Microsoft as a full-time employee, which they call Microsoft College Hire, uh, International College Hire, um, and got to HoloLens, right? Now, let me so ask one question. Good. Yeah, no, you're great. But one question kind of follow up on that. So first of all, it's, it's cool that you were able to play Mexico, or football in Mexico. But now on the uh, the college side, you know, it sounds like you said it was two out of 3,500 recruits. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah, correct. But here's what I've been thinking as I was preparing to your uh, to this conversation with you, David, because this is kind of a, a pivot point for me, mm. right? Uh, in conversations, and I know that you mentioned that you didn't want to talk about the pattern aspect of things, but we'll get to that. As far as I I, I kind of recall, I was trying to think about don't being repetitive in, in a way in which oh you need to kind of go with uh, fight adversity and keep it positive. I've always been told you're too short for being a QB, right? Mm-hmm. There's no way with that GPA, you're going to make it to uh, Microsoft, right? From Mexico. Nowhere you get the beautiful, the almost beautiful girl in, in, in high school, right? To go out with you, correct? I started it's, to think it's, about- it's a, it's a very, it's a very, your odds aren't very good to, there's a lot of guys in high school that all want to date the cutest girl. So you're always, you're always, it, odds it, are always no, wait, yeah. but, but I was like round in high school, round. I started, so it, it was always, I was always against odds, mm. but- But let, I, let me ask you well, on that, because that kind of dovetails on my question, because you were against the odds and yet out of 3,500, only a couple of you. So how did you stand out or how did you, rise above the crop to be selected to, you know, to be able to get the opportunity to go to Microsoft. I think that's where, where it starts to get interesting is instead of saying, I'm going to be a rebel and as a rebel, I'm going to prove them wrong. Right. I, I didn't do that. Or if you may no, I trust myself very much. So it's not that I'm going to prove them wrong, but I have a lot of confidence. It's not that also. The thing that really kind of got me through the process is I'm going to create my own timeline. Mm. So I'm going to think of time and this experience, either high school, college, applying to Microsoft, getting to a product such as HoloLens, getting a corporation as a foreign uh, citizen to the U.S., uh, really kind of providing something of value that is new to the world. I created my own, I, I've always since like uh, childhood, it's, it's my own timeline. It's, you have your own paradigms, you have your own kind of restriction as an adult or as a uh, naysayer or as a hater. Mm. That's great. That's awesome. I'm not going to prove you wrong. I'm not going to be super confident and naive. I'm going to start thinking about my, my own timeline. And that's the first instance in which, as I recall, and as I go back, uh, is what if we could perceive time as malleable, right? Because as per our condition with COVID and all those things, time management is no longer a thing. Time allocation, no longer a thing. How can we make everyone else beyond this interview, which is going great and it's gonna be a little bit short. Uh, how can we make them perceive time 
perceive time as malleable, right? So that that was kind of my think. My thinking is, all right. So I'm gonna make. I'm gonna create my own timeline here mm -hmm. as to achieving the the things that you said that I'm not. That it's very unlikely that I would achieve. Okay. Does that make sense a little bit? Sure, makes a little sense. I still have my question as to how you how you got recruited because in the sense that. I, I definitely get the timeline. If I were to look at that's kind of the initial jumping point off into the timeline of oh. rising above the crop. But I, if I were to, to on back the other side. Oh, let's go back to basics. There's a 3,500 3, line of people mm -hmm. uh, uh, like throughout three days, right? I get my resume. The dude from Microsoft says, how would you design an ATM for seven to 10 year olds? And I go, why would you need an ATM? Thank you. He does this thing with my resume. Goodbye. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Did I just like, like, I just like messed this up. Like, I've been, I've been waiting for this moment. My, the, the, the whole like 4.5 years of my career. ATM? No. So preparation, of course. Um, yes. Uh, so you got to finish that story though, because you got okay. So he basically says, "Hey, okay." So everyone else in the in the in the in my college class, the the A plus, right? The the perfect four GPA dudes is like, "Oh, you 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 f that up, right? You f that up." Uh, I went with huge options, color coding, and just like no more than five dollars, whatever. Uh, I got asked for the next round, eight rounds till January. Next round, uh, I read the book, uh, How Would You Move Mount Fuji, right? Preparing for those kind of weird questions, right? And I'm like, please do not ask me for to solve a Rubik's Cube. Do not ask me for that, right? If, if, if it could be anything, mm -hmm. golf balls, all those things, right? I get invited for the being uh, critical about the question of the eight. It's like he refused to, it, it, it's stupid to create an ATM, right? Or maybe it, it has merit, but we should question it first, right? So that was the right answer. Mm. Cubics group, I'll ask you the question so quick. Here, here's the next uh, month later. Here you go, ready? You have 60 seconds, seven, you ready? Sure. Do you know what that Rubik's Cube is? I do, my son loves to play with them. All right, and so I freak out like, oh, he's gonna pull a Rubik's Cube out. But it does, he doesn't, he pulls a stopwatch and he says, can you see it, Devin? Like right next to your Microsoft, can you see it? The Rubik's Cube, can you see it? Can you picture it, right? Sure, uh-huh. All right, you have 60 seconds, Devin. I'm gonna ask you a question and you have 60 seconds. Ready? Ready, okay, cool. Um, when, I, when I finish the question, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start the, the 60 second countdown. All right, Devin, so you know the Rubik's Cube. Now picture a five by five by five Rubik's Cube and tell me how many little cubes are in the outmost outlier layer of that new Rubik's Cube. Go. <laughs> I would have and said I'm like, there are, there are, I would have said there aren't cubes on the outside because on the outside there's only there's only surfaces. But there's little okay, you can do it. But but he's like, <laughs> well, I, I'm doing this quickly because he, that was the question. It was like a one hour interview. And the first question is like, we spent 15 minutes like, no, 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 but seriously, Devin. Did you see the cube right there? Like, I want you to see it. Like the imagine, like the uh -huh. holographic cube that is there way before it's time. Do you know that it's it's a cube 
made of little cubes of no, different and I colors. Get, I mean, if, if I wanted to do the math portion, I would count the inner ones, and then I would it would be a four times four times four, so four times six, and then you do the outer layer because you have common ones between there. I doubt that's the answer they're at looking for, so that's why I said it seems like there's I didn't get I didn't get there, but this is the the, the awesome part. Uh, journey. And we can speak at the next, I'm hoping, later conversations or uh, situations and schools that I've, I've, I've had scheduled is um, I didn't want skiing for the first time with the, fa with the family to read the How Would You Move Mountain book. And in that book says, sometimes you have to focus on what you don't need instead of mm -hmm. what they're asking you or making you perceive that you need. Mm -hmm. So they're making you perceive that you need to calculate the almost layer, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so I went, uh, yeah, I was, uh, yeah. I mean, I have to confess, like the first 20 seconds is like, that's easy. Five uh, times uh, six, right? Because no, there's five. I, I, I got it right though, because I said that I would count the innermost and that the, you have commonality between all the outermost. So bam, you had I it right. passed the interview. You had it right. like, what you do need, <laughs> but, but you need to write it, right? You, you cannot just talk about it. It's like, I need to write, I, I had to write, uh, to write uh, five by five by five minus three by three by three, right? right. Or, you, that, do four, that was or cool. you do four times six and then you count the outermost layer, but either way, yep. We'll get to my, I was, <laughs> it was like 10 seconds, five by five by five parentheses, right? Correctly yeah. put as a formula minus parentheses, open parentheses, three by three by three, close parentheses equal. Interviewer is like, all right, next question. Tell me about uh, experience in college in which you thought you had uh, figured out a solution to a problem, but instead you figured out that it was just a symptom to a root cause. Tell me what was the root cause of that problem? You didn't figure out what she took that it was just the first. And what was your method to address the root cause, the symptom, and get to an actual solution? What? <laughs> like, that was like, also awesome. We get to there. At the end of the day, uh, the almost question uh, was asked, uh, there, there's many, but so, are you a politician? Yeah, just this is the final question for Holland. So fast forward. So you got all the way through eight rounds of all these weird questions. You're having to think on your feet. They don't give you a lot of time, nothing really to prepare. You get all the way through and then they say, okay, you, you impress them to the level that you're one of two that they're going to bring on. Is that a, is a fair summary? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And so we'll bring you uh, with uh, a classmate of yours out of 3,500. Uh, we'll, we'll take you. Keep mm -hmm. in mind. The 3,500 is not just my college or my uh, major. There's psychologists, there's uh, uh, like doctors, MDs, there's people from other colleges. They all, in, from uh, beyond the border south of uh, Texas, from a Mexico perspective, 2007, getting that uh, uh, Microsoft offer, it was a dream. It's like that you've, you've, you've set for life, right? Which mm -hmm. I've proven wrong as well, which is just like, no, I want, I want the next level, right? Mm. Uh, because they, they're pretty, love them, love them. They keep you in a great bubble. Spa, mm. 
bonus stock with that mentors coaching all those things. But yeah, so we got to Microsoft and, and I started in a being perceived as a potential great talent, but I, I do start in an IT department kind of sorts, right? IT department with the senior kind of um, leader that sees in me uh, potential to rotate me into office, into product groups. So in Microsoft, you have kind of services, but the, the if you may, the, the real talent is in the product groups, which mm -hmm. is Xbox, uh, Windows, uh, HoloLens, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People from Xbox, no offense to, I don't know what you're going to do with this video, but no offense to the folks of Microsoft IT or software. And People from Xbox, um, HoloLens, Windows, they do need their laptops uh, kind of maintenance and kind of exchange for their laptops and keep the servers on point, so on and so forth, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted product. And I noticed that Xbox was going to be, it was going to be the most difficult one, the sexiest. Everyone in the world wants to go to Xbox War because they think, mm. my interview with Xbox is like, so what, what would you, why? And I'm like, because I don't play Xbox. I don't play games. Mm. I don't do that. But it was a time in which Netflix and the kind of app model to Xbox was coming in, mm. right? So I can bring a business perspective uh, from a non obsessive, compulsive, maniac player to a platform, right? So that was kind of the, okay, yeah, let's let's go with it. Um, I, I bring Durango to life, codenamed Durango, which is Xbox One. Uh, I, I like the challenge of the secrecy and confidentiality, the discipline, right, to, to maintain proper behavior as a kind of a diplomat. Mm. Uh, as you speak with business, uh, to electronic arts bunch i mean different uh third parties now let me dive in on one of those because i and, and kind of fast forward just a bit just so for the the so we can kind of make sure to share all of your journey is you did that for so you got on the what is eventually the hollow lens team which was secrecy it was kind of top secret and it sounded like on the one sense you know the hollow lens i think it's a cool product you know and there's a lot of other products out there but just that general augmented reality, virtual reality, mixed reality, all those type of things is a cool project. But he also said that it kind of started to take a toll on personal life and secrecy and not be able to share and working all the time. So maybe share a little bit of how did that, you know, after, over the course of that five years, how you kind of arrived at, okay, I need to make a change or while I worked hard, very hard to get here, it's not what I envisioned for what I want to do for, or for the rest of my life. Right. Um, Holland, uh, which is now March 16, so I'm clear <laughs> after a few years. Um, I have the plaque, I can share it later, but it had this very kind of modular approach thing. So code aspect was the marketing aspect of Holland in the future, right? Code mm. variable, it was the software experience aspect of things, right? But amongst Great leaders such as Alex Kipman and Kuro Sunara, experiences in, in, in tech, uh, well, the device hardware and, and, and software experience. Mm. They set up to control the message. So we're going to control the message. For the first, uh, if you were to speak with fellow uh, ex Holland uh, teammates of mine, 
one of the wow for the first time microsoft there was no leak i mean even an iphone was leaked even a, a facebook uh upgrade was leaked for the first time oculus rift not well oculus not from facebook morpheus from sony did not get a hold of this sentence mm. mixed reality and world locked holograms they that sentence was written 2011 okay mm -hmm. so mixed reality transparent display so i see my tv but i also see other things in the display uh, I used to joke at a bar with people and, and reporters as to uh, Oculus is better, like the, the feel, the, the intensity, the emotion. And I'm like, take your Oculus, put it on. I'll take my HoloLens. I'll race you to the bathroom, right? Let's see who who gets there. Like one piece, all good. <laughs> Not 86 in a way. So they control the message. Controlling the message implies that You need to become someone else to to ensure that there's no even a notion of a potential gossip from the wife at the Starbucks next morning to SpaceX bringing to the International Station two out of the four Hollands that we have, right? Or something like that, right? There's just no way. Mm. And as you see the SpaceX explode with all your hard work, mm. you also cannot go back to your wife and say, well, um, yeah, right? And so you need to keep that uh, on the wraps like nobody's business. And, and so uh, the perception of people around you from a kind of human perspective starts mm. to shift very quickly. Mm. Makes you shady very quickly. And you cannot even brag or get kind of a little consolation out of uh, devastating kind of failure as to the incubation aspect of things. Leaders used to say, innovation, you improve something, incubation, you're creating something totally new, new to the world, which is kind of the inspiration for my next step, right? Bringing something that is new to the world. So now just, you know, to kind of continue to move the, the timeline or the story forward. So you, you have that and I definitely get it. I mean, it'd be hard. I tell my wife just about everything. We share everything and there's, you know, really no secrecy or no secrets between us. And so to have that, they can't tell anybody, have high level of stress, high level of secrecy, always constantly worried about maintaining. I'm, I'm sure is a, is a stress on your personal life, on how you interact with people, what you can do and everything else. And so I think, you know, as you mentioned briefly, you kind of wrap towards the end of the, you know, that experience and you're saying, okay, can't do this anymore, hitting burnout, hitting, you know, re relationships on the rocks and those type of things. And so as you start to leave Microsoft HoloLens and you decide to go a different direction, kind of where did you go next or how did you make that, that transition transition out and how did you, as you're waiting out the non-compete, what did you do during, do during that period of time? So on a very kind of um, straightforward, uh, through HoloLens Xbox, I was the um, quantitative storytelling guy. 
So mm -hmm. if you needed to know something as far as business intelligence, forecasting through data, understanding the success of a product of an experience, right? Mm -hmm. There was a point in holidays in which uh, we're doing holograms, we're doing Machu Picchu, we're doing Plaza, uh, we're doing Rome, we're doing these things. And, and people are asking, uh, the executive producers are asking, uh, are they using it? Are they using this feature? Are they checking this corner of the, of the world? And I push back and say, what if we were able to assess when in the, uh, at which point of the experience are the happiest, mm -hmm. the most frustrated, right? What if we just go for emotions, active users, clicks, uh, kills, uh, wins, points, right? Emotion. So what if we can, for, and I start to study the device and I say, we have pupil dilation. We have uh, spatial sound. I can, I can make a model. We have data, we have data centers. Um, uh, at some point maybe, that was cut. jumping some word. We're never going to, we won't be able to get to your journey. And I want to make sure people right. hear to where right. you're at uh, today. Yep. So, you know, maybe to help us. Today, today, today. Yeah, no, go ahead. Thank you for that. So today COVID crisis helped a lot. Um, I tell folks that regardless of COVID or any other situation, my bet is that we're going to be on a continuous crisis mode worldwide. Mm. We've never been so knowledgeable. We've never been so kind of blessed with tech resources, but yet we've never been so confused as to what the right behavior is to engage society, right? So my technology right now is focused as to the health of the collective consciousness. Starting with a seat belt through the cell phone that is always there, that just monitors like uh, kind of body language. So if you're distracted at the, at, at the wheel, right? If you're nodding off, you get alert. So that, that is like the mom that is sending uh, the most precious thing of hers to, to, to the world on the first 16 kind of a tri a trip, he, she gets that, right? Mm-hmm. HoloLens taught me light. So now we're using light and sound to provide a sense of well-being by manipulating time. It's a multi-country approach, mm. which really the notion as to this interview, I hope that we get there, is that precisely codename hope, human-oriented prescriptive emotions. As a BA guy you have uh reactive descriptive predictive prescriptive analysis hope caught the attention of the u.s uh, government uh within the dual use clause which is you're going to do your thing with the technology we're going to do our thing patents are all yours right mm. and and if you look at this face um someone is going to do good and like do something else right mm. that's where we are so in this junction go ahead go ahead 
stuff. No, I was going to say, so, because I think that there's definitely a lot and we won't be able to unpack all of what you're going to be doing. So if people were to look and say, hey, I want to find out, because I think it's kind of a tantalizing teaser for people then to, to reach out and find out more, what would be the place to go to reach out, find out more, find out more about what you guys are doing, the project and the product? I would like to do this uh, because, and then I'm, I'm going to kind of bring it back to you. I love what you're doing with your firm. And just like uh, disclosure, uh, he didn't ask me to do this. Like Devin didn't ask me to promote. But the fact that you're like patent law, right? Patent. Mm -hmm. Like how, how do we really address that in a realm in which really, um, can I say something that I, I, I do like, there will be new minerals. There will be new assets that set up a new economy in which patents will kind of uh, be flexible in a way that we've never seen before and be used way beyond royalties or licensing, so on and so forth. Mm. Anyway, that said, can you and I discuss that uh, moment? It's pretty simple. There's going to be, of course, a site, but I would like to, to have a process by which the site is not only to inform, I, I think you, the site is not to inform about what else are we doing in a way in which we're trying to lure uh, capital. It's not like that. I mean, uh, the site is, is, is aimed to inform, there may, there may be a new breed of startup in which we need to reconcile public interest from governments such as NASA, DOD agencies, and private interest, and the middle ground is all required with that of uh, how expedite we can do that. And that side will have snippets of audio that will, I think, entice. Can you and I work on a after the podcast an announcement as to the site? I'll give yeah, you that's the. That's going to say. It sounds like if I were to do that. You guys are still a bit in process, haven't necessarily fully disclosed to the public, getting ready to launch and doing that. So what's perfect is we do an updated, you know, where are they at now kind of six months later. So that would be awesome to have you back on, kind of give or let six months percolate further or further have things so that we can kind of share now with the, the listenership and the audience kind of where things are at today and, and, and do that as an update. So I think that would be a, a perfect transition and segue to when we do that update, uh, updated podcast. We have Adobe Premiere. I'll give you the, the, the site and the date in 48 hours. You, you can All edit right. this video. Does that make sense? Awesome. We'll, we'll definitely release that and uh, let people know where to find out more about us or about you and what you have going on and what you're doing. Well, unfortunately, we're, we're getting towards the end. Of, and I'm also thinking it'd be awesome to have you back on in that six months where you're at now so that we can talk about now oh, it seems sure. so live. Sure. So I'll, I'm going to leave this as a bit of the, a teaser to the audience as to we'll give you a bit more information as we get it. And we'll also do the, the six months where you're at now. And you can see just exactly where things headed and where they turned out. So with that, um, as we wrap up, I definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast. Now, for all of you that are listeners, if you have your own journey to tell and you'd like to come on the podcast and sh uh, share your journey, feel free to go to inventiveguest.com and apply to be on the show. A couple additional things if you're a listener. One, or make sure to subscribe in your podcast player so you know when all the new episodes come out. And uh, two, leave us a review so that other new people can find out about the podcast. Last but not least, um, if you ever need help with patents, trademarks, or anything else for their business, reach out to us at Miller IP Law. Just go to strategymeeting.com. 
Tay, thank you again. It's been a pleasure. It's been fun. We never Sir? have enough time to go over everything that we wish we did, but it was a lot We're of uh, a lot of interesting things and appreciate you sharing. All right. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye, David.